Hi and welcome back to Peering at the Rabbit Hole with me, Sam and Amy. We're on episode eight. Um, as ever, please do refer to the notes on the podcast for any help you may need if there's any triggers. We will be doing quite a bit of reflecting on last year, um, so we're quite aware that there may be triggers for people. We also touch on men's mental health, and we know that men's suicide rates are so much higher and completely disproportionate to the amount of men diagnosed with mental health and unfortunately you know reach suicide we we've only touched on it we aren't we're not experts we're not medical experts and um, but we will be delving into sort of the difference between men and women in a bit more detail once we've started it but as I say any triggers please refer to the show notes and you know hopefully you're all enjoying the sunshine and you're having a positive time with it but if not please do reach out to us friends family work colleagues you know mental health needs to be spoken about and talked about and hopefully episode eight will help us continue that journey for everybody enjoy so episode eight it's a beautiful, sunny, well, week at the moment, and it doesn't look like it's going to finish anytime soon. So today we're going to have a chat about the sun, the summer, what it means for us this summer, and what last summer looked like for us. Um, and I'm going to let Amy kick off and tell us all about, I suppose, the reflection and the difference from hopefully this year to last year. Go on, tell us all. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a difficult one actually. So obviously the sun's shining now and we're approaching the summer, the Euros are going to be on. Um, we've got a bit of freedom this year in the sense that the pub gardens are open um, and you know, we can now sit inside. And it's a really, you know, for me, it, it should be a really exciting time and it yes. is for everyone that coming into that you know summer everyone sort of holds out the whole winter and, and when we get if we get a summer um being in britain um, <laughs> it's that really exciting time um but actually it's quite a scary time for me um because this time last year i was in such a bad place um that actually i'm i'm almost scared that i'm, I'm gonna mirror what what kind of happened last year yeah. Um, sort of five weeks, you know, five weeks from now, this time last year, I ended up in hospital, um, yeah. in an NHS hospital and then the Priory. And kind of what we spoke about before, Sam, you know, it was really, I remember it being a really, really hot summer. Um, and Charlotte was bringing dresses down to me um, at the Priory. And so I just, I literally went in with a pair of tracksuit bottoms and a t shirt. Yeah, I remember um, so. And I remember it being so hot. But I remember feeling so sad and you know it's that comparison of yes the sun's shining and it's meant to bring out this sort of happiness in you yeah but actually you know the darkness and the dark place you're in can still be there did um, you um feel almost like it was darker because it was so sunny outside you know like in the winter we're all a little bit I think we all get a little bit of sad, don't we? We miss the sunshine and, and what the darkness, you know, if we're going into work and it's dark and we're leaving work, it's dark. It's really hard to be happy and bouncy and joyful. But did you, 
I know we can't really compare it because we've both had that sort of summer of of our start of our mental health. But looking back, did it, you know, did the sun actually make it feel sort of darker? Because it's like that double negative, isn't it? Where you've got something that should be positive, you're feeling negative, and actually you can't feel positive for it. So the negativity just gets more and more and more and more. Whereas if it had been dark and wintry, it would have maybe balanced out with how you were feeling. Does that make does that make sense? Like you would have been yeah. more justified in how you're feeling because everyone else feels a bit down because it's wintry. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you know my mental health started in the winter, so I felt like shit in the winter as well. Um, excuse my Frenchishness. Um, I, I felt awful in the winter, but exactly what you said, Sam. It almost felt okay to feel like that in the winter because yes. other people were too. And at the beginning of you know the conversation, beginning of conversations that I was having with people, you know, at the very beginning, a lot of people sort of said, you know, it's okay to feel like that because it is dark outside and the weather is so miserable and what is there to feel happy about? And you sort of, you know, I turned in my head and said, well, yeah, you know, everyone's kind of feeling this deep sadness that I'm feeling, and you, you can kind of people relate to it more. And then the sun started coming out and it became this sort of fake, fake face that I had to put on that, you know, I could see people walking down the street and they're in shorts and they're in t-shirts and, you know, you're driving past outdoor pubs and you see people having a nice cold beer or, or a pins and you just look, I just remember looking at them and I just felt nothing. I just yeah. felt absolutely nothing. And that's not me. And I know it's not you either, Sam, you know, yeah. we... We love, we've worked together and we used to love the sun. We used to go and we'd go and find a pub at lunchtime or we'd go for a little lunch and we loved that part of it and suddenly it was just gone. Um, and I'm sure you felt the same, you know, you were saying that you sort of had barbecues and stuff with chilts, but it, it didn't make you feel happy. No, no. And actually, if anything, uh, you know, you look at my Instagram, we're posting all the food and everything and it was... I think, like you say, I was not getting all this joy from it. So I was sort of trying to make myself have this joy by going, oh, look what we've cooked. Look, well, look what Chilts has cooked on the barbecue. Look at the salad I've made. That's probably my sort of involvement. But it, was, it wasn't enjoyable. Whereas this year, there's, I can, I, I'm excited for it. And and I want to do it and I want to be involved in it and I don't want to Instagram it because I want to keep it for myself, weirdly. Yeah. And I, I think that's something as well, which I know before we start this podcast, we we're having a little catch up of things we want to start talking about. But it's almost like as I'm going through my mental health journey, I'm keeping more to myself. I'm sharing less. With the world, unless it's boot camp and running, I'll tell everyone about that. You know, um, yeah, got to just just because I'm getting so old. But it, it's this weird thing, isn't it? That the sun, the sun, sh you should feel happy, and you get all this vitamin D, and you're getting all this good stuff. And it's like, I think last summer for me, I felt a bit like a broken solar panel, like a normal, yeah, like an. Two years previous, the sun would have been shining in, I'd have been soaking it all up, I'd have had more energy, I'd have 
just being in a good place. Whereas, really electric. Wow, well, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully no rain, might got shocked some people. But this last year, it was like, it didn't matter how much sun was on me, it didn't matter how much of this good stuff was coming in, the, the darkness that was, you, I, I think the darkness sometimes is on me. Like it's not yeah. inside me, I'm carrying it. And the sun just like, it just couldn't get through. Yeah, completely, completely agree. And I think, you know, there's um, there's something to be said around the social aspect of the sunshine yes. and what comes, you know, when the sun's out and, as you said, barbecues, more time with friends, maybe more family gatherings, um, more days out, um, more pub gardens, all, all these things. And, you know, it then becomes a bit of a pressure. I, I found last year that there were many occasions, my friends' birthdays, dinners, um, just to catch up on a Sunday in a pub garden. And it becomes this pressure of, I've got to show face and I've got to be this person because yeah. the sun's shining, my friends want to see me. And in the winter, you can get away with that, no, it's a bit miserable, don't go yeah. out in the rain yeah. or yeah. snowing. And, and everyone kind of hibernates. And it's when that sun comes out and you're forced to, not forced, that's the wrong word, but you know, you're forced to turn up and, and do more things. And I just remember last year thinking, I can't pretend anymore. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I spent about 10 days and I remember it because I remember opening my curtains every morning and I remember looking out and I just couldn't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. So I'd get out of bed, I'd open the curtains and then I'd just lay in my bed. Um, and my, my, my bedroom back into the garden, I could you know, see the blue sky, I could see the clouds moving, I could see my garden. And no matter how much I looked at it, I could not feel that sense of happiness it just and i was really wanted to i really was willing yeah. myself to want to um and it's so different this year and it's such a nice reflection to have although for me it is quite scary because yeah. i do you know i don't want to put that pressure on myself to be doing those things and seeing those people and not as we spoke about last week, making sure yeah. I have that self-care process in place yeah and I, that's exactly what i was thinking as you were saying that this is where we mentioned it last week because I hadn't done it. Just because it's a good day, you don't yeah. stop doing the stuff you do on a bad day. And I think, yeah. you know, for anybody on the journey, particularly when the sun's out, uh, and again, you know, I talk about solar panel. I love your thing about opening the curtain and seeing the bright sunshine because, you know, if you're, if you're not in a great place, the last thing you want to do is see bright sunshine. You would rather yeah. see dark clouds, a bit of rain, you know, just something to match your mood. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something as society, we've all been brought up by it, haven't we? Sunshine signals happiness, rain clouds signals sad. And maybe that's something we need to break as a society because why should the weather mirror our mind? Because the weather can change, your mind can change. Maybe it just needs to be a little bit more fluid you know of, yeah. of, of, a good day can still be a rainy day we can still yeah. you know there's that, that um i think i've got it in the downstairs toilet you know learn to dance in the rain not wait for the the, the rainbow you know i think it's that way yeah and i think there's there's so much that the, the sunshine can be so positive but it can also be negative because as you say you know you want to put that face on you want to go out and see people you don't want to be looking like the hermit you don't 
you don't want to be seen as the person who can't have fun but at the same time you don't necessarily want to do it or you can't do it and actually you need to put your self-care in place and work out what's going to work for you so in that in mind like we know that you know you've been really really super honest saying actually it's a bit scary and that's a really strong word just to use and it makes it's almost making you vulnerable just saying that doesn't it what what are you doing for the next few weeks so that as this weather continues and there's more gatherings and hopefully Boris releases, I don't think he's going to, but even if it's four weeks delayed, it's going to happen. I'm not talking about the whole summer, but just for the next couple of weeks, because that's the other side of self-care, isn't it? You can't try and plan for the next six months. It's it's doing it bit by bit. But what are you going to do for sort of the next couple of weeks so that you can really enjoy this summer the most positive and mentally healthy way for you? Yeah, I mean, we spoke, we touched upon last week the self care, and I've made the decision to kind of stop uh, drinking for a month or so. And, and that came from, you know, to, to be totally honest. Um, I've never had an issue with alcohol. I'm, I'm not an alcoholic for any listeners out there that, that perhaps thinks I, have, I am. Um, but I noticed that alcohol affects my mood. Um, and at my worst, I was using alcohol to kind of mask the way yeah. I was feeling. Um, and I've spoken to my therapist about that and I've had very good conversations with my therapist. And now I want to make sure that going forward, I'm in control of you know, my drinking and you know, being mindful of when perhaps it's best to drink and best not to drink. Um, and that leads sort of into your question, Sam, of, well, what am I doing and why am I doing it? So, sun's out, and I've started going back into the office in the last few weeks, um, and that means, you know, more lunch lunches with my colleagues, more lunches, you know, with, with clients, and they take me out. And I think it was last, last week or the week before, um, no, it was last week actually. I was out Sunday, so I went out for my friend's birthday. Yeah. Um, I was then out the Wednesday, I was out the Thursday, I was out the Friday, Eek. and I was out the Saturday. Eek. And I drank every night, and not excessively, you know, nowhere near what I used to drink. Yeah. Um, I moved to Shandy's, like little, little changes, you know, moved to Shandy's, drinking water and to drinks, making sure I eat, etc. I woke up Sunday and I felt, first of all, I felt grossy. I felt, yeah. you know, fat. I felt humongous. I felt unhealthy. And I also noticed that I felt a little bit anxious. Yeah. Um, about nothing, you know, just about crap. And the sun was shining. And I looked outside and I thought, oh, I can have a hair of the dog. That made me feel better. And then I thought <laughs> for a moment, just because the sun's shining, it's not an excuse to just go mad on the alcohol. Right. And I know that one of my biggest things is, yes, the sun's shining, why wouldn't we sit in a pop garden? Yeah. The on. Yeah. The sun's shining, let's go and watch it. You know, the Euro's coming up. And I said to myself, I've got a lot of, you know, plans coming up. So this weekend I'm out on Saturday. I'm then going away with Charlotte. Um, and then following Saturday I'm out. So I've got a lot of things coming up. But I'm putting my boundary in place to say, right, no alcohol for a month. Good for you. Because it's good for me. Is this your pledge then? Because I did the pledge last week. Are you pledging this week? Yes. Yeah, I am. I like that. 
and, and I've started the process. Um, you know, I haven't now touched a, a drink for a week. Well done, me. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, really. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but you know, it's it's little changes like that that make the, the, the genuine difference in my mental health. And it's that boundary. It's about having, yeah. you know, it's setting little boundaries. And I mean. I'm a boundary breaker, I always have been, and that's probably one of the biggest things I've been in therapy for because I set something and I don't stick to it. And I do believe over the last year that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned is boundaries are there and they shouldn't be broken. Or, or you've got to accept there's consequences. Yeah. I think that's, that's yeah. and I think that's the easy, but this is going off on a little tangent. I think sometimes when you're, for me, I say I think sometimes, for me, if I break a boundary, so a boundary could be my routine, it could be my consistency, when I break it, all hell breaks loose. My anxiety yeah. kicks in, my depression kicks in, my manicness, my control freakness, my defence mechanisms, one or all of them can kick in and it plays havoc on my relationship with chills. And then the consequence is, Chilts gets stressed. Chilts gets worn out. Chilts is having to try and deal with me, but after X amount of years, it's like, well, how do I deal with this? Because she should know better. She should da 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 da. And something like alcohol massively impacts all of those things for me. So, uh, like you said, you know, you wake up after a few days feeling fat, humongous. You know, you feel a bit rubbish, but actually it's the anxiety of nothing. And I completely get that. And it makes me, I sort of, the next day after alcohol, I know I don't feel brilliant. So I try and put more control in place because I can feel myself getting a bit manic, which is my two biggest, sorry, I just got my pen there. Um, it's my two, one of my two biggest things that we've had that that have triggered my mental health to get so worse, which is my manicness and then trying to control something because I can't control something else. Yeah. Be it, I've had too much alcohol, I broke that boundary. So I can't do anything now about that because I didn't control it the night before or that day. So now I'm gonna try and make sure I'm in complete control of something that I shouldn't, like chills, maybe. Yeah. Excuse me, I've got to let the cat in. <laughs> and I think, you know, I do think uh, we, we, we touch around alcohol a lot and how it's affected us both. But I suppose for me, Sam, one of my questions to you is knowing you so well and knowing what you are like, I suppose one of, would one of, is it fair to say that perhaps one of your boundaries for this summer is to not always say yes? Um, things you know because it's like I said the sun comes out you see more people family want to see you social events happen and I know that you can load your plate with, with all them things and, and that can become overwhelming so it, would that be a fair boundary to perhaps no not on your therapist and setting boundaries but I just want to get your opinion on that yes 100 100% and something else I've got I'm I know I'm going to have to deal with um touch wood and I'm literally holding over here I seem to be in a really good place with my chronic fatigue at the moment, um, which I think I've mentioned before on other podcasts I suffer with. Um, I, I'm doing really, really well with my 
lack of fatigue levels. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. So I'm naturally in a place where I want to say yes to stuff because I've got more energy. I want to do stuff. I know that maybe summers before I've missed out on things because I've been fighting my chronic fatigue or battling my chronic fatigue, I should say. Um, so naturally, I'm feeling good physically, so I want to say yes. Then there's the, oh, the world is opening up. I'm in a good place mentally. I want to see people. I haven't seen people, lockdown, da da da, da all this stuff. So yes, there are these bits. So um, I'm having to say yes but really think about okay well what's happening the next two days and where is it fitting in so um you know my birthday next week we're not going out drinking we're going the big to 21. the big 21 plus plus yeah plus a decade two decades <laughs> in a bit um we're, we're gonna go stand up paddleboarding yeah, that'd be great. You know, there's going to be no phones. There's going to be, it's going to be nice and sunny. And it's, it's going to be something for Chilts and I to do together. No alcohol, no, nothing to distract us, just to have a really, really nice day. And I'm so excited by that. And even to the point, I was going to do a barbecue at the weekend for a birthday. I scrubbed it. I actually, yeah. I just went, do you know what? We're doing something the following week with, if restrictions lift. And, you know, you're suddenly going, actually, it's not I don't want to see these people, but I need to put myself and my, actually, my relationship with Shields before some other things. And yeah. we want to have some stuff to do now together. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've said, I haven't said no to anything at the moment. I've just not, I've just not made myself available. Does that make sense? And I've been very yeah. picky and choosy. So as you know, I went to London last week and it's about, I think, I, I don't want to say previously I'd have gone to the opening of an envelope. I don't think I was ever that type of person, but I would made myself more available than what yeah. I am now. Um, we've got a really busy week coming up in July. It's going to be a great week. But I've had to make sure one of those events suddenly is out of the diary because I'm not going to have the energy to do it. it and it, I'm not going to have the mental capacity to do it because I might have the energy, but there's going to be in excess of 150 people there. And I'm just going to go, that's a lot of people to throw myself into when you know a large number of those people that are going to be there and they're all going to want to talk and maybe talk about the podcast or stuff so it's like actually do you know what I don't have to do that yeah I don't I, I think that's part of the I do really think that's part of the recovery I think you know it's it, it it's about them little things them little changes that and just understanding yourself and understanding your own limitations mm. you know having them limits and everyone has them limits I'm sorry they do you know yeah. everyone's allowed to feel tired everyone's allowed to feel like they don't want to talk to someone yeah. everyone you know is allowed to say it's just not for me today for whatever reason that may be yeah and it's, it's having your own limit and saying look i'm not rude i, I love you all and I, I can't wait to see you but today is just not that day and for whatever reason that is and, and that's okay yeah and i was thinking about this actually from last week and now that's why we're talking about it again you know the the thing we can't talk about because we're not men is how 
mental health is so catastrophic for men. It feels like as women, I don't want to say we nip it in the bud, but we can get to that point where we can get help a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't feel like we've got it quicker, but I feel like we get it quicker in terms of journeys than men do. And is summer part of the reason? You know, the face goes on, you want to go out and be surrounded by your mates. And, you know, maybe it's harder for blokes to say, do you know what, guys, I'm having a shit day. Sorry, my French there. I'm not coming down to the pub garden. Because is it indoctrinated into men particularly that actually going down the pub with your mates on a sunny day is better for your mental health than saying, do you know what, I'm not in a great place. And actually sitting and boozing with you all is not going to make me any better in the long run. Yeah. And I completely agree. And I think, you know, in the summer it's associated with so many different things. For instance, this year's New Year's. Yeah. Sorry, I've dropped my book. I've had a nightmare. <laughs> Throwing <laughs> everything. I'm so sorry. I'm so passionate. This summer it's, it's the heroes. Yeah. You know, um, and the heroes are coming up. And why would you not want to go and watch the football? And the first game of, you know, the heroes kicking off on Sunday. Why, you know, it's 27 degrees or 26 degrees, why would you not want to go and sit in a pub garden with your mates as a, as a man, uh, have a drink, have a smoke, you know, yeah. whatever men do, scratch their balls and all that rubbish. Why would you not want to go and do that? But Or even just, you know, forget about the Euros, but horse racing, horse racing yeah. in the yeah. summer. You know, you've got Cheltenham, you've races, you've got cricket. There's always something going on. And I do think that you're right, Sam, I don't think men have the, and it's, it's, it's to do with stigma, you know, it's to do with the stigma of it, men don't talk about their feelings, and mm. you, you're completely right, now I, I have been boundaries with my friends, and I say I'm not having a good day, and they look at me and they go, that's absolutely fine, we'll see you soon, and I do wonder if men would, you hope they would, but would they be, would they be brave enough, or have the confidence to say that, um, and if I'm completely honest, Sam, I'd love to do a podcast where we actually talk about men's mental health and, yeah. and the stigmas around it. So I think yeah. that would be, be really good. Yeah, I think I think so too. I think so too. And I don't think it necessarily means actually we speak to somebody who feels that they've got bad mental health, but maybe just that understanding of, you know, and maybe with using the phrase girls, ladies, women, if we go out for a drink, and someone says to us, how are you? How's it going? Da, 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 da. I think women naturally just go, oh, I'm having an awful time. Oh, work's tough. Oh, this is tough. Whereas I don't, I think my own impression or my own understanding when I've been down to the, to the pub or out with blokes, and I did, you know, I did have a point in my life where I had more bloke mates than girl mates. So I was around, you know, I was a bit of a tomboy. They... I feel that you go down the pub and say, oh, you're right, mate, yeah, you watch the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, how are you? How's things at home? How's work? It's very, I don't want to say it's it's shallow, but it's that. It's on the surface, isn't it? It's yeah. the conversation at the surface, I think. Yeah. It's, it's almost in a, in, a, in a weird way, it's that small talk. Yeah. Um, you know, hello, mate, you're right, yeah, good. You're watching football, yeah, watching football. And then it might go on to... Just banter, you know, yeah. pure banter. Are uh, you look scrappy today, or you could have made a better effort, or, or whatever that sort of banter. You're not drinking is. alcohol today. Yeah, you, you're not bedding today. Oh, come on, you wet weekend. And, yeah, and it's funny, yeah. and it, you know, and it's something that you kind of laugh at, and 
Yeah. Why would we ask it? You know, it might be exactly the same as you. I've had more guy mates and I have girl mates, and you, you, you brush it off and you laugh about it, but actually, you're looking, and it comes back to that Roman Kent documentary where it's that asking twice, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine, but are you okay? It's that opening up the conversation and, and how can we do that, especially in the summer, because like we said, that face that people put on and that men probably put on as well. Yeah. It's so easy. It, yeah, it's so easy in the summer to, to yeah. be carried away and, and, and to carry that face for three or four months. It's a long time. Yeah. It's a long time and it's something to, you know, to think about that to everyone, all our listeners, when, you know, if you're, if you're visiting the pub or you're visiting friends, just be mindful that because the sun's shining doesn't mean that, you know, dark, no. the darkness isn't within someone. And if they're not drinking or they're going to drive home or they decide to leave early, don't judge that. Just be aware that perhaps, you know, if it's a bit out of character, perhaps check up on that person. You know, or, find out. sorry to interrupt, but likewise, if they're the last one to leave and they're the ones yeah. wanting to continue, there might be a reason around that, that they don't want to go home or they don't want to go home and be on their own and left in their, their little minds because that's yeah. something I know I did more than on one occasion. I wanted to be the last one out because if I was the last one out, not the necessarily the last one out, but I wanted to stay out because it just meant last less time in my mind because something yeah. else would have been distracting it. So I think there's there's both spectrums. But yeah. if you're not, like you say, if you're not asking that question, you know, how are things at home, mate? What's going on? Da da da. Those things are never going to get divulged, are they? No, no, exactly. The questions need to be there to be asked. Um, well, another podcast kind of done uh, this week. I think it's one of them, you know, again, we've come to the end of the podcast and we could talk about it for hours on end. Um, yeah. But I'm sure we'll pick some of the, the, the bits that we've spoken about today back up in um, another episode. Um, so that's it today, guys, for episode eight. We appreciate, as always, you listening. Um, give us a follow at Peering at the Rabbit Hole on Instagram. Um, and we'll It's so sad to say another episode is over and as ever Amy and I have discussed loads, we've gone off on our little tangents um, and as I mentioned in the intro we have touched on men's health which you know we, I don't want to say we struggle with but we're women, we're different but um, we will be discussing this more so please do keep in touch on the Instagram and we will be doing polls and things like that and Instagram is um, peering at the rabbit hole and as ever the email is peering at the rabbit hole at gmail.com please do get in touch please keep liking and subscribing as ever you know we can only say how appreciative we are because if it's without you guys we can't keep doing this so thank you um, stay safe stay mentally strong as much as possible um, and if you can't remember to reach out take care bye